0: You're listening to The Pastor Pod, sharing what we're learning to help you lead well in our
1: culture today. This podcast is hosted by pastors Josh Robinson and Jay Mudd. Their goal is to be real, transparent, and let you in on what pastors really think about stuff. Well,
0: hey, welcome back to The Pastor Pod. We're here for another exciting episode, uh, episode 84. And if you're new with us, I'm Josh. I'm a pastor in Venice, Florida, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Jay Mudd. How's it going today, buddy?
1: I'm doing well. I've got my, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see it's a pink refreshing drink here. Um, Some kind of, I don't know what it is. It's not, no sugar, no nothing like that. Uh, you know what it is? It's one of those uh, it's like Is it packets. like
0: Plex, Plexi something or?
1: No, it's a Celsius packet. You oh, Celsius, Celsius packet. Yep, yep, Celsius. And I just add water
0: okay. to it. Is that the caffeine in it? I drink the I Celsius drinks sometimes. They, they got a little, they got a punch. I
1: don't know. I don't know if it's got anything in it. I don't know what it's got. I like the taste. I actually mix it with a polar seltzer water, so okay. doubling up the fun, the flavors. I guess I don't know. <laughs> That's icing awesome. up my life. Things That's are great. well, man. Uh, as you know, we're coming off the holiday weekend or weekday. Isn't it weird when the holiday falls in the weekday in the middle of the week? Yeah,
0: yeah. On a Tuesday, I
1: figured. I figured no one would be working on Monday, but a lot of people worked on Monday, and then a lot of people aren't working on the day after. It's weird. It's just weird. When do you take off? Some people just took the whole week off. They started celebrating on Sunday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they did. They did. Who knows? So
1: yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I'm doing well coming off of a party at my house. I had people over yesterday that always energized me when I have party at my house, people at my house. I like
0: people. Always, always good. You guys, you guys know how to do it right. So that's always good.
1: I think so. We enjoy it. My kids get into it. Uh, My kids really get into hosting people and having people around things mm-hmm. of that sort. So it's a big deal. And it energizes me, but it drains my wife. We have that, uh, that yes. contrasting, contrasting, uh, way it works out. So my wife gets drained with people are around. I get energized. How about you and Cassie? Yeah. What you guys in the same we're, boat or no?
0: We're both, we both lean extrovert. Like she's probably more extroverted than I am, but we love hosting people. Like We had some great friends over Saturday night. Uh, our guest pastor who came in, uh, David, you've met him We've had them on the podcast from Mission India. They came and ate ate with us and had a great time. And then church, you know, had a great day at church. And then just all that's going on after church. And then we're getting ready to go on vacation coming up. So it's been a pretty busy season, but it's been uh it's been it's been a good season. You know, God's been good. And uh we're we're kind of ramping up for the fall. You know, I'm already looking ahead to August, which is just it's crazy that here we are, you know, it's July seventh is when this, this podcast is going to be published. So, you know, think about it. We're almost halfway through July. So uh pretty exciting, but also, you know, before you know it, the false sneaks up on you. And so uh we're we're excited to dive back into another another episode. I think something that me and Jay have been talking a lot about the last gosh, it might've the last two, three weeks is just the need for the need for relationship amongst leaders, amongst pastors, because uh, I had a good a good friend of mine in ta- in our same town we're at. He's another pastor, and he was calling me, just bouncing some, some ideas off of me of what he's thinking about for his church. And we're talking about different elements of vision casting, and their church is, is growing and experiencing, like, what do we do with this? And, hey, what did you guys do with this? And, you know, we talked for 20 minutes. We're going to get together in a few weeks to go through all that he's thinking about. But, you know, it we're better together when we're when we're leaders, when we can open up and say, hey, what have you done? What what are you sensing? What what's God doing in your church? Or hey, I'm I'm running into a wall right now. I don't know what to do about X, Y, Z. And so I think we're better together. And I think we're coming back for another podcast talking about it last week, some but really digging in this week on on why it matters not just to know we need each other. But to really like act on it, to to really be connected to one another, to 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 make that phone call, to decide to make time for for relationship.
1: Yeah, and there's I mean there's really no matter what pastor we talk to, they're going to say I'm busy. There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of pressures. Everybody's got to plan their calendars. Everybody's got you know this meeting and that meeting. They're full of meetings. Weeks are full of meetings. Uh, I think really the call to action is extremely important, and we've been talking about it. I think for a long time Josh that we wanted the podcast to be more than just, you know, you and I talking and some random guests coming in from time to time, but really a uh, a connection point for other pastors who are out there. And uh, many people, many many pastors, um, I guess maybe even larger church pastors may have more connections and things of that sort. But what I find is when I'm talking to some of my my friends who are not in the the bigger churches, the mega churches, uh, they seem like, hey, I'm you know I'm kind of trying to figure this out and do it on my own. Yeah. And uh, really, this idea, this cohort started uh, with us bat you know batting around going, you know, we know some people, we'd like to take this to another level. To where we're we're interacting, we're connecting, we're we're really doing this ministry thing in together, versus trying mm-hmm. to isolate ourselves and do our own thing. Because there is similarities. Whether I'm in Orlando and you're in Tampa, there's still similarities. We're still dealing with people. We're still running churches. We're still we're still working at, at you know just in different spaces. But there's a lot of similarities that we can we can get to. So uh, yeah. really, this, this called a cohort is, is extremely important. And Josh, I know for you i was thinking about you know your journey uh you know you you were uh you grew up going to in in the baptist sphere and you went to the baptist college of florida and you served at some baptist churches now you find yourself at a non-denominational church and you kind of maybe even sense and i'll let you know you can expound on this a little bit more you shared a little bit but you're in a spot where you know you're looking for that that network and that community uh, as well in those pastors you have some in your community and what that looks mm-hmm. like. Um, and now's the time. There's a need for it. And going into the fall, yeah. you want to carve yeah. out time for that. So explain a little bit more about your journey of how, you know, you know, you had, maybe you've had deeper roots at some times in your journey, and now you find yourself where mm-hmm. you're at. So share a little bit more about that.
0: I think being a youth pastor for, gosh, I don't know how many years did I do was I a youth pastor. It seemed like, I think about 13 years, counting the time in, in college when I was part-time at a little town in Iron City, Georgia, where we started with two teenagers. And uh, I looked at both of those teenagers and said, all right, guys, let's start a youth ministry. And they were like, what's that? And so that's kind of where my journey started. And uh, God's been really good to me. But, yeah, I'm grateful for, you know, how I grew up. My dad's my dad's a pastor. You know, we, he, we served, gosh, five different states growing up. Uh, so I kind of bounced around. Uh, born in Oklahoma City, then we moved to Charlotte, then we moved to... Um, Texas or no, Louisiana, then Texas, and then Florida. So, uh, so seeing all those different environments and cultures and communities really helped me as I grew up because I could, I could relate to people, I think maybe a little bit better, or or maybe even understand where they're from, but, but being Southern Baptist, like I line up you know, almost in every way, uh, beliefs, beliefs wise, you know, with our, the Baptist faith, the message, I mean, a lot of it's just straightforward biblical truth. So when I came to the bridge, you know, the church has Baptist roots. Um, most of the people that's, that was their background. Uh, but just, you know, we're, we're a non-denominational, you know, biblically sound, you know, we're conservative evangelical, evangelical, uh, a church. So we're, we're not, we're not officially connected, uh, but I, but most of my friends are probably probably have Baptist roots, you know, like UJ and others. So and I went to Baptist College of Florida. I went to Liberty Online for my my two masters. So like very much in the Baptist strain. Uh, but I've also always felt like I'm I don't I don't fit I don't fit some of the maybe some of the molds that uh, the Southern Baptists are known for. So like biblically biblically I can't talk today <laughs> when it comes to theology. Like we're right there together. Uh, but maybe in the way that we do ministry and uh, I don't necessarily probably fit in some of the boxes that most people would, a Baptist person. So um, yeah. So once I moved here, you know, I left Jacksonville, which had a great network, you know, as many of you've heard, Bob Bumgarner has so many other friends and pastors that we would do lots of lunches and, and connect with all different types of churches. There's not as much of that here. Now we, I've got some great friendships in our community uh, other pastors in this area, but not a not a real strategic, like area-wide uh, pastoral support. So so that was something I really sensed when I moved here. I was like, it's kind of, you know, it's it's just kind of a challenge to build a network. Uh, and when we say network, I'm not just talking about someone that like you meet once and at a, at a lunch and then, okay, well, see you later. But like a true friendship where you keep up, you know, you connect, you talk, you share, uh, you bounce ideas off of each other. So that's something that really, I think for when I moved here, I was really sensing the need for it for myself. But now that you've left New England, where you had a great network there, you sensed that in Orlando, right? I mean, that's, that's something you've mentioned.
1: Well, yeah, and I think, you know, biblically speaking, I'm pretty conservative. I think I can compare you when it comes to the Baptist world, missiology-wise, like the how I practice yeah. out that. Uh, Probably I differ uh, quite a bit on some of those things, but yeah, I think it's this idea, and I think what differentiates what what I'm talking about here. You say network, and a lot of people think automatically they go into some of the networks that we are very familiar with, whether it be you know uh, like you know maybe even denominational networks or Mm -hmm. uh, Acts 29 uh, things of that sort. That's what you should automatically think of, and those things are great, um, but those things also uh, and those networks. I mean, I've been to the X29 here in Orlando, great network, great people. But what I sense is, is we are not in, we're not in the grind together. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't still don't have guys outside of a few like you yourself that I can just text and be like, Hey, what would you do about this? Or how would you do that is Mm -hmm. where it's missing is I don't have those guys that I'm in regular community with, not just for the sake of bouncing ideas off one another, but accountability, Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you know, nobody's, nobody's checking on me. Um, and I, I'm saying that I'm not saying that as a plea of like, Oh, nobody cares. Nobody's <laughs> checking on me. Uh, you know what I mean? I've noticed that my, nobody's checking on me going, Hey, how are you? People reach out and they need something. They want something. They, and again, those are mm-hmm. great. I'm always trying to help other pastors, but That's no right. one's calling and saying, Hey, Jay, how are you?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No one has asked that. No one. And I've been back in Florida for a year now and no one's asked that. I haven't had anyone ask that, Um, which that's kind of crazy to think about, this idea that I am here church planting, trying to figure this things, figure things out. I'm in a new area, but no one's called to check on me. Uh, now, just compare that to what I was used to in Boston. Boston had a great brotherhood. There's some great people who went way before me who set the stage for that. Uh, people like uh, David Butler's a name that I would throw out. Sean Sears is a name that I would sh- throw out. Joe Sousa is a name. Now, these guys in Boston, they were like the patriarchs of Boston, right? Curtis Cook. Uh, they, they went before us and they set the standard of like, hey, break down the walls we're not competing with one another we're not trying to compare when we get in a room we're actually genuinely saying hey you know how's life how are things going we had fun together uh i mean i threw axes with guys on, in boston i fished with guys in boston i stayed overnight with guys in boston and it was simply just hey how can we encourage how can we support how can we come alongside one another um mm-hmm. i got put in rooms where very qualified leaders would come in and pour into us um pour into us and share and give us keys and resources and we could ask questions and these are great leaders who would come in Mm -hmm. and do that and there's one thing about listening to a podcast where we have bob bumgarner and you'll be able to say this right there's there's one thing about going to a podcast and listening to bob bumgarner share some valuable truth right i gotta get my notebook out there's gonna be some great things but josh wouldn't you say there's another thing about sitting in a room with bob bumgarner where it's a back and forth conversation it's totally yeah, it's, different
0: it's, yeah and he would say the same thing he would say you know content information is is vital but the relationship the d- discussion and i think what you're getting at jay is it kind of hurts me to hear some of these things that you feel this way and i know that that's probably not abnormal for most pastors to feel that way not be not in the sense of like you've seen people you've talked to people like you email you're connecting you're building partnerships in your community but i think what you're getting at and correct me if i'm wrong is having people that care for your soul, that care for your, like how you're really doing people, people that you can go, man, I'm, I've, I I feel like I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to go to the office today. I don't want to, I'm exhausted or I'm, I'm, I'm facing some, some stress. I'm facing some, some, some temptation in my life or some struggle that I need, I need you to hear from and I want you to love me, but I want you to to lean in and, and, and give me some direction because That's what's missing. And I think that that is one of the keys, whether you are denominational church or whether you're independent or non-denominational, whatever you, whatever the, I don't care how many you're in, but if you're, if we're not able to get to that place where you can be real, um, I don't really think the cohort really is making a difference. You know, it's not really doing what it's supposed to be doing.
1: And I want to clarify. So I'm not a uh, Josh. We would differ in this. I'm not an emotional guy at all, right? And that's not being negative. Like I'm not a guy who wants to sit around and you know share my emotions, and I don't want to cry, and I don't want to do things. That's just me, right? I'm being honest. That's me. That's just not my cup of tea.
0: And I prefer Um, to just sit around and cry. Well,
1: I'm not (laughs) insinuating that, Josh. (laughs) You, 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 you would probably be okay, like cry, right? So I want you to hear me. What what I'm getting at is there's there's a place at mm-hmm. a time though where you could just share like you know we don't have to cry but we could talk about hey look yeah that, that stinks yeah that's that's not cool I hate when that that happens or you yeah. know, I I understand I can relate to that and then getting in a room and not just getting content thrown at us where we're taking notes like I was emphasizing with like a bomb bum gunner or you know Mac like but people like that but where we can actually have discussion and dialogue and we right. can work together and collaborate and go man we can create systems and processes that will work anywhere we can mm-hmm. we can we can dive in and we can help solve problems with each other um mm-hmm. somebody might have a problem and three of us can get around and have this conversation and say hey let's solve that together yeah and and typically guys i know guys want this cuz i talk to guys all the time and they'll say hey jay can you come up and can you speak about this topic cuz we're wrestling through it i can do that but that's con- that's it's information we're not in a room we're not dialoguing I actually love to do that kind of stuff. That's when I I I don't you know, I love to preach, yes, but at the same time, if I can get into a room with four or five guys, women, men, women, whatever, and we can talk and we can chat, leaders of your church, and we can come up and solve some of the real issues, the real things that you're facing, that Mm -hmm. to me gives me life as well. Versus I can come preach on something, but that's just content information. Versus mm-hmm. let's get your leaders in a room. Let's get the men and women who are on leadership, who are making decisions, who are leading the mm-hmm. church in a room. Let's, 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 let's break open and say, hey, what are the key things that you're wrestling through right now, and how can we take a step yeah. in the right direction? We're not going to solve them all, but how can we mm-hmm. take a step in the right direction? But yeah. in order for that to happen, there has to be a relationship. There has to be a, mm-hmm. a trust right? Nobody's going to randomly call me that doesn't know me. Like Josh, no. you and I know each other and you would trust me maybe in that. And if, don't answer that on the podcast in front of all the people <laughs> listening, but you, you might trust me in, in an do. environment like that. You might, yeah. but like not yeah. everybody's going to, but if mm-hmm. we had a cohort of guys who were together and we went through a journey together and we learned to trust one another, all of a sudden now you have five or six guys that you can have come in and speak truth into your leadership. And there's something about hearing it from someone else. You could be saying it, Josh, you could say it 50 times to your team, but I could come in and say it once and they go, wow, that's so appealing. It makes you feel mm-hmm. like, what in the world have I been doing? It's just something different about a cohort sure. of people. And I'm not looking for places where I can go and lead and things like that. I'm actually looking for that community, that relationship, right? Yeah. And so I think that's yeah. what the cohort's all about. And, and again, I'm going to stress this. I think every pastor would say they need mm-hmm. it, but I think we need to take action. And well, what, what, what are they going to say?
0: They're going to say, "I don't have time." Like, what? What are we? That's most leaders. Well, I don't, I don't know if I can fit another thing in my schedule. So, what? What's our answer to that? Because I, think I would say this. I'm sitting there going, "I need it," but I, I have I would all say this mountain of mountain of ideas and things we need to get going.
1: There's certain things we don't have time for, and there's certain things that uh, we can't afford not to have time for. And mm-hmm. I think this is one of those things that we can't afford it right now. You are doing everything you can to keep your head above water and you're doing all the tasks you need to do. You're, you're checking every box, you're leading every meeting, you're doing all those things, but there's going to come a time. Like that's, it's almost like a, a you know, a, it's, it's dynamite ready to explode and then it's going to explode. Sure. And that's what you hear from every pastor. And I'm not, I'm not saying everybody's going to have a moral failure or something. Or they're going to go into some kind of issue, but, Every pastor who gets to their breaking point, what they'll say is this this didn't happen overnight. it doesn't happen overnight it it happens over time, and mm-hmm. because you didn't make time you 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 couldn't afford the time to do that and I think that's the thing is nobody's gonna have time um and and really, the cohort the way we described it Josh was it's it's once a month on a zoom call, right, and then it's once a quarter. Figuring out how we can make it work for people to come together. I'm already working on, and again, I'll here we go, breaking news. I'm already working <laughs> on how. All right, I've been working on this. I haven't even told you this, Josh. I've been working on how we can help make it accessible to some pastors who say I can't mm-hmm. afford to get out and get there. So maybe they have to, you know, rent a car. Or whatever. I'm trying to figure out how we can make it affordable. So once a quarter, mm-hmm. we could get together. Yeah, and we can make that work. I'm already working on how we can do that. Um, yeah, I've got some ideas to, to add,
0: because I think there's a, there's a need to get together and fellowship and have fun and then dive in as well. So there's a couple options that, that me and Jay are looking at for, you know, maybe have a day and a half or something like that. where We get together and we do something fun. And we also dive in and uh, really get into some deeper stuff.
1: I'm telling you, uh, I, I'm really stoked about this and the opportunity for this. Um, yeah. And we really want to encourage I want to encourage you if you listening, you're a pastor and you're at a church. I don't care what size church you're at, honestly. Uh you could be at a church that's running twenty-five. Um, but you're going, hey, I want to do this. I want to, I want to take my leadership to another level. This is actually not a I don't think it's a I don't think it's a great commit. I don't think it's a a huge commitment. You're talking yeah. one section a month for a Zoom call, which we already do anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's once a quarter for an in person, mm-hmm. and then maybe one other thing. At the end, if we can feel and again, I want this to be super relational where we can fit fence the need in the mm-hmm. room. Um, but in order for people to do that, we need them to take action. So, Josh, mm-hmm. let me ask you this: how are we going? If you're listening, they're listening to the podcast, you're going, okay, I'm interested. All right, mm-hmm. they're not signing on a committed line, right? We're not making them the con, they don't have to read the uh, mm-hmm. you know, the agreement. You know, there's no fine print or small print here, there's no fee involved. How do they get information when we say, "Hey, we want to go ahead and unveil how you know reveal how it all works out"? How do they right. sign up to know more about the cohort? How do they do it?
0: So you can go to our website, uh, thepastorpod.com, and there's going to be a, a button at the top that's going to say uh, "Pastoral Cohort," or you can go to our any of our profiles on social media. There's a link tree. There's a link for uh, an interest into, um, into this awesome opportunity. This is all free. We're doing this just because we feel called to do it. We definitely want it to be a blessing to you. So pastors, if you are saying, Hey, you know what? I, I think I could, I, I think I, I think I want to know more about that. You know, you don't have to commit to it. Uh, but we, we'd love, we we have a small group that we're kind of capping it off to. I think we're thinking 12 to 15 at the most, uh, for this first cohort. Um so it'll be a tight group, but also there's gonna be some great learnings that we're, we're developing some real important key truths that we we think is most relevant for every pastor in this in this in this time of our culture. And then we also, like Jason, build some extra discussions that are that are built just around you and your church that we can do uh, along with that and just and learn from each other. I cannot wait to learn from who comes and hearing what God's doing in their in their in their life. But um, this is going to be just an extension of the Pastor Pod. We're going to keep the Pastor Pod going with with guests, and uh, we're going to be ramping up for the fall. We're going to kind of take a little bit of a a week break, maybe a week and a half break. Um, And then we're going to come back uh, really ready to rock and roll for the fall. And uh, we've got some really good topics coming up, and then also have some great guests coming up. We have uh, uh, Pastor Mark Halleck from... Uh, Calvary Church in Colorado coming up at the end of July, and uh, he he he's really uh, doing some incredible work in church multiplication, and how they're really trying to reach Colorado and beyond with the gospel. So we've got some great guests coming up, and if and if you know of any guests that you say, you know what, I wish you could have this person to come on. You know, you could also let us know. By emailing us at, the part at gmail.com. If you're a pastor and you know, and you say, "Hey, I'd like to, I'd like to come on and share, share something, and, and share a topic that 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 you're learning from," you know, you could also let us know uh, that's something that'd be on your heart. But but this this cohort is something we've talked about for probably a year. Is that about right? Maybe longer.
1: <laughs> I, well, again, it's we always knew we wanted to be more than just uh, sitting on a screen talking we want it to be more than that. And so I would say this, Josh, I think, you know, over the next few weeks, so by the end of July, we really need you to reply and tell us, Hey, look, you're interested. I want to be in on the pastor pod. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, just fill out the form real quick. It's just your name or your email that gives an email list where we can then schedule something to say, Hey guys, this is what it is. This is what we want you to, want you want you to be a part of Um, by the end of July. So that in August, we can start laying the, you know, more of the groundwork, front work, and then, by the fall we're we're running and going with the the cohort yeah. and mm-hmm. so um there's your marching orders. I want to encourage you if you're a pastor and you're going, you know what I really don't have people on bouncing ideas off of outside of it, outside of your sphere uh, of staff because even with your staff, I'll say this real quick, even your staff um they may not be giving you you know sometimes they don't even give their their unbiased right unbiased uh, replies to whatever you're saying, because they're your staff, they're your team. They wanna support you. They wanna come alongside of you. And you may not be getting what you really need uh, there as well. So I wanna encourage you, take some time, consider it, pray about it. Uh, and just let us know your interest and we'll go from there. But I'm really pumped about the cohort. I really am pumped about the idea of having some uh, people we can get together with um, via Zoom in person once in a while. And really bounce ideas, stretch each other, you know, things of that sort. So,
0: so the Pastor Pod Pastoral Cohort—that's a long name—but we woof, probably come up with something a lot more, a lot more exciting, like the Healthy Leader Podcast. You know, the Healthy Leader Cohort or something like that. Okay. Healthy yeah. pastors, you know, that's okay. something I've been, I've been thinking through. So, the
1: PPPC.
0: Um, yeah, I, I think that really rolls off the tongue well.
1: Pastor Pod Pastoral Cohort PPPC PPPC. Yes. I don't like it. <laughs> i don't like it Everybody, everybody's like, it like that's
0: terrible but we're going to have a whole name for it it's all going to be really uh clear here in a couple of weeks but just wanted to just prime the pump invite you to be in- involved um we definitely know that there's uh, plenty of people that just are incredible leaders in their church that listen to this podcast as well and i invite you to start praying for those the pastors that are going to join this cohort that it'll be a blessing uh something that I know me and Jay really believe at the very core that we're, we're really better together and that we want to help each other succeed in what God has called each of us to do. So I believe that pastors are better husbands, uh, leaders, uh, just greater, greater leaders overall when they have people cheering them on uh, that have accountability where they can say, hey, I really am struggling. Or, or just hey, I need help. You know, I've got, I've got some things I need feedback on. You know, we're trying to connect people to our small groups. We're struggling with uh, this area of our structure as a church. Uh, We're, we're dealing with, you know, uh, all kinds of of questions from the community. How, how do we reach our community most effectively with the gospel? So those are some of the things we're going to be talking about. But yeah, if you're interested, you can go to the website. There's a link there. You can. Uh, go to our social media and let us know on our link tree. You can sign up for uh, just, just being on the interested list, or you can just shoot us an email, thepastorpod at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We're always glad to hear from our listeners and uh, looking forward to the to the fall.
1: Yes, sir. So, uh, Josh, you pretty much wrapped it up for us. That being said, uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. We really do appreciate it and uh, look forward to connecting with you guys soon. From Josh and myself here at The Pastor Pod. Have a great weekend. See you soon.